On Monday, February 20th, 2023, Emory Unite held a sign a card event on the quad for gathering and outlining their demands from administration. They wrote their goals in chalk through the central sidewalk, detailing the following, collective bargaining with Emory, recognition as vital workers, a living wage that corresponds with inflation, protection from unfair treatment, affordable comprehensive health care, a legal contract to ensure their rights, and transportation subsidies. Those were just some of the goals expressed at the event. But what is Emory Unite? What's a sign a card event? And why even have a union at all? From the Emory Wheel, I'm Kira Barish. And I'm Titi Nguyen. This is Wheel Talk. Since the Industrial Revolution, workers have organized to fight for fair wages, reasonable hours, and a safe and positive working environment. Unions have been able to negotiate for their rights in nearly every industry. Emory is no different. Graduate students are attempting to unionize and demand better employment terms. We're going to explore how the graduate students have been able to organize, what they're trying to change, and the challenges they've encountered. There is also a national trend of graduate student unions mentioned by Forbes, with the UC schools starting the ripple effect of students identifying and demanding the need for better compensation. News editor Maddie Olivier is covering this story for the Emory Wheel. We talked to her about her experience and understanding of the Laney Graduate School's advocacy group, Emory Unite. This episode is a reflection of an ongoing story that can be accessed at emorywheel.com. Okay, so Emory Unite has been a voluntary membership union since 2017, and they recently, last August, announced their decision to try to be a recognized union. So in order to do that, they've been getting signatures on something called a car drive, and once they get enough of those, they can officially have an election day, which they're hoping to do this year. And if they have enough people vote to become a union, they will have, they will be recognized by the National Labor Relations Board, and therefore the university will have to officially recognize them. I talked to organizer Isaac Horadell, and he spoke on how the graduate students have been working to form a recognized union. He also explained the importance of a car drive and unionization efforts. Kind of standard practice is if you want a union in your workplace, you need a way to represent that, like, there is a desire for a union amongst the, like, workers there. So how it tends to work is signing, it's called a car drive, where you basically, like, workers try to get a tangible show of support for unionization. Basically, we have cards that people sign basically saying like, hey, I support there being a union of graduate student workers on campus. The minimum threshold that the NLRB, the National Labor Relations Board, has said that you need to move forward in the process is 30% of a workplace. Our goal now, like, if we can win a union and then get that contract, then like we get bargaining power to have a say in what our pay is. And Emory then is sort of legally obliged to to work with us on this. So this is kind of like a more long term attempt to get like a structural shift in in our position as graduate student workers. And why do graduate students feel the need for a union and organizing at this moment? So the reason they want to be recognized is because they're currently a voluntary membership union, and that status doesn't give them as much bargaining power as they would have if they were to be recognized by the National Labor 
relations board and therefore the university because if they were recognized, the university would be legally required to recognize them as well and have a conversation with them, um, bargain with them pretty much to decide how they can um, best support their efforts. And then their efforts are going for, the reason they're kind of doing this, they called out several issues. They reported that they're currently getting paid uh, $35,175 per year, which they said was about 3,000 below living wages. And they kind of attributed this to the cost of living going up while the stipend isn't keeping up. Some of the organizers told me that whenever they get their monthly paycheck, about half of that directly goes to rent housing and they have to pay for things like food and medical bills and gas and car bills and phone bills and all of these kind of add up. And at the end of the day, they don't have much money left over to live their life and do whatever they want to do with it. Emma Unite did a survey with the graduate division of biological and biomedical sciences and they found that 45.6 percent of the students who responded um, said it was often true that they're worried about secure housing options and 50 percent of their students said that it was often true that they worried about affording health care and medication and Isaac also told me about why he wants a recognized union. I think most of us have or are trying to have a kind of holistic approach to why have a union not just i want to make more money but also like we want this place to be more equitable and we feel like when more people are involved in the process of things that affect us like it will be more equitable in those ways i also talked to jarek leung the point person for behavioral social and health education and he shared his reasons for unionizing i think um for me personally, um, a lot of it was due to kind of like feeling like I was pitched a certain kind of story or like, you know, security about coming to Emory as a grad as like a PhD student. And a lot of things, a lot of challenges arose in that first year of like, you know, oh, you can't, it's not actually as easy to like, I don't know, advocate for yourself. And the cost of living just kind of sky like was higher than I expected, but also like kept going up um, over the past year and a half or so. We get a lot of help from the department, but like it just varies across the department and there's not as much security or people feel like there isn't, isn't as much security um, as students. Organizer Elijah Ullman also shared his own reasons. Graduate students everywhere are largely fed up with this system where we've been historically underpaid for like decades. Um, it's just been graduate students have been known as a source of cheap labor. Yes, we are getting a degree. Sure. But we're also working for it. So it's not like I only take classes and produce nothing. I mean, I, I work every single day of the week, often also on weekends. And I like my lab work. It's, it's very exciting work. But we're certainly not paid enough. And we're not even asking to be paid a huge bonus. It's just to be paid what the living wage is. So it's, it, it's refreshing to see students are um, working together to try and improve the situation for everybody. Elijah also shared why he thinks graduate students at Emory specifically need representation. One of the draws of Emory for graduate students was that uh, not only are we an excellent school, but we were known as one of the most affordable big cities in the nation. But that's not quite true anymore. Atlanta has been, uh, is according to the Fed, experienced the second highest rate of inflation of any major city in the nation last year. So the inflation is outpacing any raises that we got.
How has Emory received unions in the past? Obviously, this has been a long process. What has been the school's history with unions? So Emory Unite was initially formed in 2016 after the National Labor Relations Board pretty much said that grad students are workers at private universities and they could officially unionize. So after that happened, there was kind of a wave of graduate students unionizing across the country at universities. And because of this, Emory decided to do it and they started doing the car drive and they were kind of aiming to do that election day and get officially recognized. But they told me that once Trump was elected, some unions, including Emory Unite, began pulling their demands because they were concerned that under Trump's administration, they might undo what they said before and say grad students couldn't unionize anymore. So their reasoning was kind of, well, oh, if we pull our demands and the board has no election days coming up and there's no unions to approve, we can't take away their rights to unionize. So they were kind of just sitting ducks for the past, yeah, six, seven years, um, pretty much waiting until it was time again to where they'd be comfortable trying to get recognized as a union again. So that came in August 2022. They were a voluntary membership union ever since 2017. They switched to that whenever they pulled their demands. And then August 2022 is whenever they officially tried to become a recognized union. And that's what they're working on right now. Isaac discussed how Emory had handled unions in the past. The first time graduate student workers tried to form a union, like Emory put up like a um, like a frequently asked questions page. This was on Laney's website. So I think it was the Laney Graduate School. Um, and it was very, you know, ostensibly a kind of neutral document, just educating people about unions. But, I, you know, it was pretty anti-union and used a lot of union busting tactics, like sort of scaremongering about um, union dues and that like claiming that like these national unions and even like the NLRB don't understand like the unique context of a, a, a private university. They also, from what I understand, hired a union busting law firm, sort of famous union busting law firm, Proskauer Rose. And from what I could find, this law firm has represented employers in several unionization cases, not the workers, and they've also represented many different universities in the past. Elijah also explained Emory's culture towards unions. The former dean of the graduate school, Lisa Tedesco, who um, has just who retired um, to serve on the National Council of Deans, has just come back to serve as a special advisor for the provost of Emory, and she was widely known to be anti-union. M. Wu, the department steward for the biomedical engineering department, and Nadia Ritzelis, the co-lead on the organizing and outreach and training committee, said how the Emory administration has been traditionally anti-union. There are, are like faculty who specifically will say to grad students who work for them like that they are against the union. Universities are businesses. We live in a capitalist society and businesses want to make the most money possible and um, improving the wages of their workers is not something that they would voluntarily do from a business perspective. Although I was told of some anti-union rhetoric on campus, the large majority of professors were said to be supportive of unions. And on a letter that Emory Unite had sent out to faculty at the beginning of the year, they have now gotten 67 signatures, professors and faculty members. Following this interview with Maddie Olivier, we have heard back from Emory's administration through Laura Diamond, Assistant Vice President of University Communications. Diamond stated, quote, Emory respects the right of our graduate students to explore unionization, and we are committed to providing balanced information and resources about this important issue, end quote. 
According to Diamond, Laney PhD students receive tuition scholarships valued at $22,900 per semester as of this academic year, with opportunities to earn additional financial support for professional development, such as through attending conferences. In relation to financially supporting graduate students, Diamond cited the $500 payment to all Laney doctoral students registered for the summer 2022 semester, as well as the 8% stipend increase for most Laney students and 6% increase for business and biomedical engineering students in September 2022. Diamond wrote, quote, Emory has a strong history of listening to our students and working with them to address their concerns. This is part of our commitment to providing a student-centered educational experience. After repeated requests to members of the administration, this email was the only response regarding unionization from Emory Admin. Why do you think this story is important? How do Emory Unite's goals fit into the larger trend of unionizing nationally? So I know that the organizers I interviewed all expressed um, excitement and they were glad the story was getting out there because they wanted to make sure people were aware of how they perceived the treatment of graduate students at Emory to be. And so I know at private universities specifically, there's kind of been an uptick in graduate students unionizing ever since that 2016 policy was passed saying they were allowed to do it. And recently there has been a larger increase in these unions kind of coming back because like during the Trump administration, a lot of them kind of pulled back just because they were worried about what would be done to the organization if they continue to push forward. So I know that if like I go on Twitter and look at other college papers or like the Chronicle of Higher Education, you see like every few days, a new article about some other private university or public university, even like with graduate students unionizing and it seems to be becoming just like a larger piece of discussion now there's just um, very few opportunities or options as a student or worker to address these concerns other than unionization and i feel like it's one of the few avenues we have as whether it's undergraduate students graduate students adjunct faculty to address these issues on our campuses. And I think it's important because I still think maybe despite what I should think that like there, it's still important, like an important fight to like have universities and colleges serve like a sort like an important social function and not just be these kind of big businesses. So I think if, if you believe in any kind of like social role or function, for for colleges and universities like it's an imperative to support unions because um yeah i don't i don't see many other ways that these issues are being addressed the emory administration insists there's a long history of listening to student concerns but members of Emory Unite cite instances of anti-union behavior unions have had a large role in american history since the 1800s and Emory Unite wants to be a part of that history. Graduate student unions across the U.S. have been in the spotlight for the past year, and private universities have been owning up and Although Emory has stipends. taken steps to follow these predecessors, graduate students still say there is much work to be done, and it will be interesting to see how Emory will treat this issue in the future. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wheel Talk. Wheel Talk is produced by Kira Barish, Gabriella Lewis, Nico Huang, and Hatian Nguyen, along with contributions from Sushmita Rajan, Joyce Zhang, Annie Pei, and Sophia Lynn David. Additional support was provided by Brahmi Balarajan. 
Don't forget to listen to The Wheel's other podcasts, Within the Margins and Clifton Culture. All Wheel podcasts are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share our podcasts.